0: Okay, folks, this is the untold story of terraced houses. Hit it! Okay, so call me old-fashioned or nostalgic, but I'm pretty fond of terraced houses. Um, so why is this? Well, I've conducted actually some research into this, and my fellow readers of the of my blogs and my vlogs and the property markets will find this quite intriguing. Actually, um, architecturally speaking, uh, the terraced or townhouse has been prevalent in the UK since the late sixteen uh, hundreds. Um, it involves a row of symmetrically uh, of symmetrical houses that will share side walls with each other. Effectively, just a detached property. Um, which has actually been split into various other properties in a longer fashion in order to make a terrace houses. But it's quite fascinating the fact that terrace houses are a good entry market house for people who are potentially a first-time buyer or upgrading from an apartment because they're extremely affordable in comparison to uh, semi-detached properties and actually detached properties themselves. I mean, detached properties are astronomical in price in comparison. The semi-detached, never mind alone, that terrace houses are a lot better in terms of their price point. So the credit for the first terraced house, if you, if you know about this, some people will know about this, goes to uh, Monsieur uh, uh, Barton, Barton um, a Frenchman who constructed them around uh, St. Paul's Cathedral uh, during the rebuilding stage of the, uh, after the Great Fire of London in 1666. Interestingly, the French invented the terraced house concept around 1610 to 1615 in the Lamares district of Paris. Featuring uh, pla- uh, planned squares and properties um, with identical identi- identical facades. Um, however, it was during the 1730s that terraced houses uh, truly flourished in London, and of course in 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 Bath with a magnificent magnificent Royal Crescent. Uh, if anybody's seen that, it's absolutely gorgeous. How that just wraps around all the terraced houses. It's often used in a lot of film sets as well. Overall. Um, so, but let's focus on, well, Fife for particular, because obviously we are the Fife properties and Fife property market. Well, many of our terraced houses in Fife were built during the Victorian era. No surprise there, because really they were more affordable at that time and detached houses and semi-detached houses um, were um, very unaffordable uh, to the normal person in the street. So, as I said, terraced houses emerged in response to the industrial revolution, as people flocked to towns and cities for employment. Uh, terraced houses provided decent, habitable accommodation, offering an escape uh, from the slums. Instantly, though, most uh, five Victorian terraced houses followed a standard designed design of a posh front room with uh, for for high, uh, high days and holidays uh, a, a back reception room where the family resided daily and the scullery um, attached uh, to it well scullery is effectively just a small kitchen on the rear of the house um, for washing pots and other dirty household work off the scullery there was a door leading actually to the rear yard you traditionally find the privy or what is commonly called the outside toilet most of the younger generation have no idea that toilets were never in the house. They were outside in the garden themselves, um, which was actually, when you look at that, it's, uh, it's hard to believe. But yes, I do remember was at one point, one of my aunties um, who never changed their house at all. When I was very, very young, maybe about six years old, I actually had to go out to the back garden, to the, to the privy, which was the toilet, the WC outside. Um, There was never a WC inside. You will see a lot of flats that were built in the early 1930s, um, the traditional flats and apartments, in the 16 blocks, either four four either side, which made up 16 properties. Um, And you came up the the sideways in order to get round the back to get upstairs to the upstairs flats. You will see where there's been part of the living room actually taken away or maybe part of the bedroom taken away in between the, the actual two rooms in order to make an internal um, bathroom you see that in a lot of properties now in the 1970s it was pre- prevalent that, that actually happened in a lot of these properties because um, there was a lot of grants available at that time to bring uh, to do indoor um, and take them off the kitchens because a lot of the times the kitchens had the toilet and apartments off the back of them and um, which made it you know um, unhygienic and um, because the legislation has actually changed so there had to be some sort of mechanism in place in order to relocate these uh, toilets somewhere else Okay, oh, see let's get back to the um um the uh, terraced houses itself okay so uh, there were also two good-sized bedrooms, you know, when we got to the privy and outside toilet. There was also two good-sized bedrooms upstairs with a smaller third bedroom or nursery uh, accessed directly through the second one, which was actually quite a uh, traditional model to have a third room accessed through the second bedroom, uh, which is quite interesting because I've actually just put one on Kunze Street in and, and, uh, Anshurda, uh, exactly like that, where there's a, there's a dressing room, we called it, or possibly a nursery or possibly a home, a home office or study um, or a, another a sitting room offer what is effectively a suite of the second bedroom itself. So that must have been. I think that was probably built in the early 1600s. Uh, notably, in 1875, though the Public Health Act mandated that each house should have 100 square, 108 square feet of livable space per main room, access to running water, and an external, uh, an external privy at that time still, uh, and toilet, and the rear access for waste collection. As remember, there was no public sewers at that time. Um, and, and not least, they were the, they were they were these workers at uh, terraced houses were built for. So during the nineteen sixties and seventies, an indoor WC, as I have just spoken about recently, uh, and a bathroom were installed often in the third bedroom as the ground floor extension of of the scullery. Um, and often in apartments, uh, they took it away from the kitchen, and um, when they put it at the back of the kitchen, then they moved it into and, and cannibalised what was a bit off the uh, living room and a bit off the um, bedroom uh, next to it when the wall was in between, or if the, if the living room was big enough, they would take part of that uh, to make the bathroom. So traditionally, they would just have a bath running up the side, a sink as you came in the door, and then the WC would be at the top on the left-hand side, um, or the right-hand side, depending on what side you want to put the bath on, next to that. Uh, and that's how they got away with it. So it was it was probably about one meter in width uh, by possibly about three meters in depth. And uh, they would get away with in order to create a bathroom inside uh, a, a house um, and, and by taking maybe part of the bedroom or the sitting room off the off the off the back. So that's the 1960s and 70s where the indoor WCs and bathrooms were installed. Um, in the 1980s, though, the gas central heating became quite prevalent as well. And since then, there's been a continuous replacement of UPVC double glazing in these properties. Uh, Two-storey terrace houses actually started to be built again in the 1960s. Um, yet they were marketed as townhouses. Uh, since the early 2000s, with the price of building uh, land rising uh, so quickly, new homes, uh, new home builders actually started to build three-storey townhouses now. There's three-story townhouses in the East Nuke area, and you will see them in St. Andrews, some St. Andrews areas as well. But these townhouses sometimes came and were born out of what was uh, people actually lived on three separate floors. So each person had a floor each. And um, the attic room as well was a net loft um, on the three-story townhouses that exist in the um East Nuke as well. And what happened out there was people actually took the net loft away because the fishing um wasn't as prevalent as it is. Um, back then, as today, um, therefore they converted the attic room itself or the net loft itself into more livable accommodation, a.k.a. bedrooms and possibly a shower room or a bathroom upstairs. Often you could get two bedrooms upstairs and you can get a shower room or a bathroom in the top left-hand corner as you come up from the stairwell. Um, and that's how the townhouses appeared on three levels. So traditionally, now we call townhouses um, a three-level building, which is traditionally a uh, terrace property uh, and predominantly they are in the East Nuke area. There is some uh, down at the Leadmouth area as well, but very few and far between because East Nook um, lended itself to that. And there's a lot of them because of the converted net lofts and that's why they are actually on all on three storeys now. So the humble terraced uh, townhouse never actually seems to go out of fashion, does it? Um, it's very popular. Um, looking at the makeup of all the five properties, it's some fascinating numbers that actually appear. So let me just talk about these numbers. Of the 169,157 households in Fife, 40,182 are actually detached properties, 42,707 are semi-detached properties, 41,045 are terraced or townhouse properties, and 45,223 are apartments and flats. And yes, I have added them all up to make sure it, make sure it adds up to that total, <laughs> and the rest being made up of caravans, caravans and mobile homes. You know that's basically what's left as well. Uh, next, looking at the actual percentage makeup compared to the national picture, it's quite interesting. Because 23.8% are detached properties, but the national average is 22.1%. 25.2% are semi-detached properties, but the national average is 22.4%. So Fife has a lot more semi-detached properties than the uh, national average. 24.3% are terraced uh, terraced houses and townhouses, and the national average is 18.5%. So again, Fife is predominantly a lot more um, semi-detached and terraced properties. Because in Fife, they're more affordable. The average price point in Fife is 174,000 as the Land Registry of June 2023. So it tells us straight away that because they're actually affordable, more and more families and people are actually going for terraced and semi-detached houses rather than actually detached. But this is quite an interesting one. It drives that forward. 26.7% of properties in Fife are actually apartments and flats. The national average is 36.9%. So that means that there's less flats and apartments in Fife. But why is that? Because it's it, it's more affordable to buy for people in Fife still. So rather than actually buying flats and apartments, they'll go traditionally for the terraced and semi-detached houses because they can afford them straight off the bat. They can afford them straight away. Because they're extremely more affordable in comparison to other areas like Lothians and like East Lothian, like Edinburgh and like London. So that's why, uh, predominantly in these areas, flats and apartments seem to be more prevalent because they're higher price points. Therefore, they're affordable in Edinburgh. They're affordable, but they're probably the only affordable properties for people in Edinburgh and London and places like that. Although London, the average price point is £545,000. Compare that with Fife at 174, that's almost a third, a third less to buy in Fife. It's two-thirds less to buy in Fife, so it's a third of the price of the average price in London to buy in Fife. Yet the average salary in Scotland and in Fife is almost the same as the average salary round about the UK and in England as well. So what does that say? It's still more affordable and you've got more money left spend on other things and invest in other things as well when you buy in Fife especially with remote working that could be a really good proposition for a lot of people we're actually finding that let's look at that makeup on a, on the chart itself compared to the national average now I'm afraid for the people on TikTok and people on Instagram you cannot see this chart um, well maybe you can't I could show you there there it is there so the red ones are actually the uh, national average the blue ones are actually what it is in Fife. So it just shows you that You can see it there as well. So we can see the flats and apartments is here. And then we go into the terraces, we go into the semis, and then we go into the detached. Flats and apartments, terrace semis, detached. You can see the flats and apartments, the national average is a lot higher than actually what we have in Fife. Uh, now people on the screen here are watching on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and uh, and LinkedIn you'll be able to see this graph okay so that's quite interesting reading um, and 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 you can see it in pictorial form so where does this leave everything then well as a local estate agent I've got to say um, uh, the average five house price has risen so how has it risen let's look at that well the average price of a five-terrace house in spring of two thousand and nine was drum roll eight four thousand nine pounds, and that figure stands today at one hundred thirty eight thousand six hundred and fourteen pounds, a rise of sixty three percent. And that's in 14 years. Now tell me property is not a good investment. Of course, it's a rise of 63%. Inflation has not moved up that much either in comparison. And in fact, I'll quickly see if I can get the Bank of England calculator. Um, and I'll just check inflation. Bank of England, BOE. Uh, I'm not showing this on the screen, guys. England calculator. I just want to check it. Bank of England. Inflation inflation calculator you can look this up for yourself bank of england inflation calculator and we can put in uh, i'll put in there um a hundred and thirty uh 928 i'll put in and i'll put in uh, the year which was 2009 and it tells me what it should be in today's money so if uh, if property had actually moved up in comparison to inflation From 2009 at 84,928 compared to today, inflation-wise, property should be 128,424 pounds. So 128,424 minus 138,614. So you've still made over ten thousand pounds over and above inflation. Plus the fact, if you're a private landlord, you've probably been renting the property, so you've got income out of that every single month as well. Now, averagely, an average private landlord, once they've done all their repairs and improvements and management and everything like that, we could say benchmark of 1,500 if you get it right a year. And um, So you've got one of them, multiplied by 13 years, there's another 20,000 pounds as well in profit. So 30,000 pounds over that 14-year period that you've made over and above inflation. £30,000 more on a property that you bought for £85,000, which is effectively a 30% return on investment. Now, if you bought that with a deposit of 25% or 85000 uh, times 0.25, uh, that's 21000 So if you've made 30000 over 21000 uh, you've made 143% return on your investment over 13 to 14 years, 143% return on investment over 13 to 14 years. Now you tell me, anybody defy there and tell me that property investment isn't a good vehicle. Of course it is. You should watch our wealth creation show at Monday at 1230. You'll learn something if you don't believe me. Okay, so that's that. Put to bed. But let me talk about Terrace Houses in Fife often go unnoticed by buyers despite offering flexible and sizable accommodation. They often go. People often skip that straight away and they have the impression that because they've got neighbours either side, it's going to be a bit different in terms of uh, quality of life. And people tend to go for the semi detached because they can afford it. But terraced houses are very, very popular because interest rates and base rates are beginning to move up. Affordability is getting more difficult. So rather than actually buy flats and apartments, people will look at a terraced house before they'll get to that level. Um, and that's just traditionally how it happens. As interest rates and base rates go up, flats and apartments appreciate a lot quicker over time than terraced houses, than semi-detached and detached properties do. So it's time to shed light on the untold story of these charming houses. If you're, if, you, if you're thinking of selling your terraced house and want to ensure that you get the best price, um, I'll be honest, look no further. Um, an experienced estate agent, as we are, and specialists in five properties, um, I'm here to offer you help and advice on in terms of doing that. But remember to consider the potential of the terraced houses. These properties have a, a rich architectural history. And have provided significantly more habitable accommodation for generations. Uh, from the standard Victorian design with its distinct rooms and rear yard, uh, to the modern day improvements of indoor facilities uh, such as uh, Central Heaton, uh, and from the second coming of this terrace house in the last 50 years uh, with the townhouse. Five terrace houses have actually continually evolved to meet the needs of the residents over time. So if you're ready to sell, give us a shout. Look no further. I deeply understand the five property market expertise and all the rest of it. I think most people know that anyway. I don't need to reiterate that and um, by talking what I'm talking about. Uh, and that's it, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, until next time, uh, keep these terrace houses going. Bye-bye for now.